Funk Radio is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Hello, funky listeners, and welcome Hi. to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle. I'm not sure why Kyle's whispering, but it makes him sound mysterious. And sultry. And that, too. This is your host, Peter. Hi. And Kyle. Speaking of sultry, I was reading this really weird article about how certain people... I, I don't think there's any, like scientific substantiality to this. I just made that word up. Um, But I was reading this article about how certain people, when they listen to, like, really soothing voices, they, after a while, they have... There was, like, some stupid acronym for this, but basically they have, like, a body orgasm. And so... Interesting. People will listen to, like, Bob Ross or, like, like, (laughs) NPR or, like, those silly, like, instructional videos where, like... And now, we fold it like this, and then we make a nice crease in your butthole, and then, you know, like that kind of, <laughs> that kind of super soft tone, and like certain people, when they listen to it for long enough, they get like these weird, like, orgasmic body tingles. Now, I've listened to plenty of Bob Ross in my life, and I, as much as I love the joy of painting, I have never orgasmed to his stuff. Well, we hope our listeners get that sensation when they listen to Funk Radio. For the rest of the episode now, I'm going to talk like this. Um, Speaking of Bob Ross, I watched this really dope one where, (laughs) even though I knew it was total bullshit because of the... He's like, oh, I met a guy that was colorblind, and he's like, Bob, I'm colorblind. I'm never going to be able to paint. So he (laughs) painted a black and white picture. (laughs) Because black, because everyone knows people that are colorblind just see everything in black and white like dogs. (laughs) (laughs) It was cool. It was a real. It was a really good like kind of snowy mountain landscape, and he just Mm. used gray tones. But uh, it was just funny because I'm just like, wait, in the 70s, did people still think like colorblind meant you just didn't see any colors? Because I don't know. I don't think that's the case. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's, like, a different thing that does that, but I always thought it was, like, you mix up hues, like red and green, or blue and purple yeah. or some shit. I don't know. It's something like that. But, uh, it was really, it was a good episode. It was just really funny. Like, his entire basis for painting that was, I met a guy that was colorblind. <laughs> next, next episode is, like, he's, like, I met a bl- guy that was blind, and he said, Bob. I'm never going to be able to paint. And then he just paints like a black canvas, just like pure black over the whole thing. Let's use this as a tie-in to two of the people we'll be talking about today. My God. <laughs> Who are blind. <clears throat> oh, that is too funny. What is our topic for today, Mr. Kyle? Yeah, um, our... <laughs> Since Father's Day is coming up next Sunday, reminder for those of you that forgot, like me, I didn't, did I forget? Yes, I forgot. Um, we thought it'd be fun to do an episode on illegitimate fathers in Funk and Soul. Yay! <laughs> so, yay! So we looked up different singers that had multiple children with multiple wives and/or mistresses. Um, 
there's a lot. <laughs> we we found four. We, we narrowed it down to four guys, and between those four guys, wait, I wrote it down. I think there's over between these four guys, they had over forty children, with, with over twenty five women. Dude, just four guys. <laughs> Dude, it's like Solomon. Yeah. So I mean, if anyone, I won't. I don't want to say deserves accolades on Father's Day, but I guess. If anyone could be considered fathers, it would be these four guys. Yeah. The child um, support must just suck, though. For sure. But I think they all have enough money. pretty good money. Or they're dead, so they don't matter. Or they're, they don't care anymore. So they don't matter. <laughs> I mean, my brain says words. Um, but uh, just so, f- uh, for those of you who may not remember or haven't been listening long enough, uh, we actually did do a Father's Day episode last year. Uh, featuring songs that were about fathers either in the actual lyrics of the song or uh, from the artist's perspective like they wrote that song in dedication to their father or something like that um, and obviously since we can't come up with another list of that, those songs because there aren't that many um, we decided <laughs> that this would be a good topic to tackle yeah. and uh, this is going to be a fun one I, I'm glad we're doing it Me too. Um, speaking of having a lot of fun with women well uh, I mean we already had a tie-in because you were talking about blind I'm people. throwing another one okay just give, it, right, a, right. give it a chance man give the piece a right. chance um I totally lost where I was going with my tie-in I untied my tie-in well we have Stevie Wonder which uh which was one of the first uh guys we thought of um we're trying to come up with names for this topic because I remember I do remember reading a long time ago that he had uh, he had nine kids. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, and so well, we did a little bit more research, so we could say more than that. But he was also, okay, so he was married twice. Uh, the first time was in 1970 to 1972 with uh, Cyrita Wright, who was a Motown singer-songwriter and a frequent collaborator of Stevie Wonder's. So I guess they collaborated in more ways than one. Oh, baby. So he didn't actually have any kids with her. Uh, they were only married for two years, at the most, and uh, and then they divorced. A few years after that, in 1975, uh, he had uh, his first daughter, um, Aisha Morris, who we actually have talked about before on the show. Um, she was the inspiration for his song, um, "Isn't She Lovely?" Oh yeah, with the baby crying. Right. Nice. And they're actually, yeah, in that song, there are recordings of a baby crying and laughing. That's her. Um, but also, sh- she grew up to become a singer in her own right, and they've collaborated a bit, um, including on his 2005 album, A Time to Love. That's pretty who. But that's not um, the only child he had. What's behind no. door number two? <laughs> There's lots of doors here. Um, a couple more things. Um, so he had Aisha Morris with uh, a woman named Yolanda Simmons who he met when she applied for a job as his secretary <laughs> nice. for his publishing company. So he's like, okay, I'll hire you. And then he has a oh, child he, with her. Oh, he hired her. Oh, yeah. Um, and apparently the name Aisha is... He called cool. out her W-2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make a bunch of really bad sex puns this whole episode. <laughs> um, gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my train of thought is dead. Um, the name Aisha actually is, quote, he says it's African for strength and intelligence. 
I guess I don't have to tell Stevie Wonder that African is not a language. But that's what he said, so. I don't know. Oh, dear. Anyway, I do want to make the note that Stevie Wonder's actual name is Steveland Hardaway Morris, although he was born as Steveland Hardaway Judkins. So uh, his actual last name is Morris, which is why one of his wives and some of his kids had the last name of Morris. That makes and sense. And not Wonder. Wonder <laughs> would be a pretty cool last name. That would be a pretty cool last name. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just thought of something. These are the nine wonders of the world. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I'm terrible. So I, I couldn't actually find info on all of his kids, only on a few of them. So we talked about his first marriage uh, to Cyrita Wright, which ended in 72. Then Aisha was born in 75. His next marriage that he had um, started in 2001 and ended in 2012. And that was with Kai Millard Morris, who was a fashion designer. So they had two kids. Um, One was named Kyland, who actually occasionally performs as a drummer on stage with Stevie Wonder. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Um, and then there's Mandela Cad J. Carl Steveland Morris. It's a long name. Yeah. Who was born in 2005. What kind of name is Cad J? Sounds like Cadbury. <laughs> two, that means two of his nine kids were in wedlock. Um, seven of them were not. Uh, the only other shame. one I have any info on is Nia, who was born in 2014, uh, which is after his last divorce. Um, I found that this is the second child he had with Tamika Robin Bracey. So he had one other kid with her, but it doesn't say who it was. Hmm. And the name Nia means purpose, which is, quote, one of the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Fun fact. Oh. Well, there you go. And and, um, something I thought was interesting is that Nia was originally thought to be triplets. But it was just prior to being born. The other two? I don't know. Uh, that must have been really fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, how bad is it when when you're born, the doctor's like, yep, that's three humans, and then it comes out and it's just one giant human. <laughs> that's a big baby. And how much does the doctor have to f-, f up? I mean, they have ultrasounds. And this was last year. Yeah. So I don't know. What, do they, it's, what do they think? It's like Cerberus? It's like the three-headed baby <laughs> that guards Hades? <laughs> <laughs> gosh we're terrible people <laughs> yes we are uh, that's awesome so there's four other or excuse me there's five other children whose names i don't actually know um the the documentation of all of his kids wasn't the best compared to some of the other ones here mm. in our in our list something i do actually something we should mention is that these are the these are nine that the public knows about mm-hmm um, in some cases, um, there are. It's actually confirmed that there's more that we don't know about. Um, with him, I'm not sure, but you know, maybe there could be more. Mm-hmm. So there's at least nine children, and it was with f- at least four different women, probably more. Some kids like Stevie. I'm your son. He's like, oh yeah, you look just like me. God, <laughs> who's next, Kyle? So that's that's it for Stevie Wonder. That's it for terrible jokes. I'm sorry, well, Stevie. That's it for blind jokes until we get to Ray Charles later. <laughs> blind jokes. But let's talk, round let's two. talk about Barry Gordy, Kyle. Okay. Um, yeah, spoiler. The next 
artists that we have up. We talked about him a little bit before, I think. I don't remember why. Um, maybe because he's the founder of Motown. Uh, Barry Gordy is the founder of Motown. He is still alive, I think. He's still alive, right? He's not dead. Yeah, he's okay. just old. Yeah. He just old. Uh, Barry Gordy was married three times and has had eight children with six different women. Um, yeah. Those three marriages, one was from 53 to 59 with a nice lady named Thelma Coleman, who, correct me if I'm wrong, was actually a singer. Barry Gordy is a person. Barry Gordy is Barry Gordy looks like the black Walter White. He is kind of scary looking. He's really scary looking. He looks like a cross between Walter White and, um, shit, who's the other bald guy in the show? The old bald guy. Frank or Hank or something, Armantrout. Shit, what was his name? Oh, Mike? Mike Armantrout, thank you. I'm getting people mixed up. He looks like, he looks like, um, Walter White plus Mike Armantrout plus Black. <laughs> yeah, just mi- mix, I love this show. Mix little Black in there. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, Barry Gordy, he got around. Uh, Definitely, yeah. Well, I mean, if, I guess if you're the if you're the, the the president of arguably the either the most famous or one of the most famous record labels of all time, um, and which was and during its golden days, obviously was producing some of the most popular music ever. Yeah. Um, and you're surrounded by lots of young, beautiful women who are talented uh you're bound to uh have some fun true um i am mistaken thelma coleman is not famous she's just a person she's just a commoner um sadly he had three children with her hazel joy who was born in 54 barry gordy the fourth which has to make him the third I presume, yes. Isn't that how I that works? I think he's third. Yeah, I mean, otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> he just names him the fourth for no reason. <laughs> I like the number four. Um, Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy the fourth, A New Hope, um, and Terry James. This is really funny, actually. Uh, Barry Gordy's publishing company, Joe Betty, was actually named after his these eldest three children joy barry and terry so it's joe betty so it takes the first two letters out of each of their names to make yeah that, that's cool exactly it's like an anagram of getting around it's a barry graham it's a barry graham. A gordy graham um so these are the three children he had with uh thelma coleman and there was they were back to back because they were 50 they were born in 54 55 and 56 so nope. they didn't waste any time nope um, and then pretty much directly after divorcing her, he hopped on Ramona Mer- Mayberry Live. He hopped on Ramona Mayberry. Um, in 1960, who he then divorced in 64. And with Miss Lyles, he had one child, Carrie Ashby. Carrie was actually born a year prior to their marriage um, in 59. So this is actually when... Presumably, this is still when he and Thelma Coleman were still married. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, he probably like was like, crap, I got you pregnant. Now I got to divorce my wife. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, they could have been divorced or early in, enough. Or in the process. or 
Yeah. So Kerry Gordy is a music industry executive, and that's pretty much it. He did things. Uh, does it say who he is an executive for? Damn it, you know what I just realized? What? <laughs> they had uh, four of his children are Barry, Terry, Carrie, and Sherry, all which rhyme <laughs> with his own name, Barry. <laughs> He should have just kept up with that, like Jerry, Larry, Mary, Gary, Harry, Fairy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually a surprising amount of names that end in A R Y or some variation of that, or E R R Y. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's weird. Humans are weird. Um. So yeah, continuing down the uh, family tree of sorrow and despair. We move on <laughs> to Sherry, who he had with a woman named Gina Jackson, who was not his wife. I tried to look her up, but I didn't see anything. At least not on his there page. Ain't, so. There ain't nothing. Oh, God. So this was in 1960, question mark, so they don't actually know when they were born, which is really sad. Um, And then... Well, if ago, actually, Sorry, um, I was going to say, if, if it was 1960... That would have been in the same year that he married Renoma Mayberry Piles. <laughs> what if, like, for as a wedding gift for Renona, Renoma Mayberry, he, like, gives her a baby, but it's, like, a baby from, like, his mistress or something? <laughs> Look what I got you at the store! I made him at the baby. I got him at baby. Build-A-Baby. What if they just had, like, like Build-A-Bear? I'm sure everyone knows what Build-A-Bear is. What if they just had, like, a store where you can go and, like, design your baby, and then, like, at the end of it, like, you know how, like, at the end of Build-A-Bear, you can put the stuffing in the bear to make it, like, softer or firmer? You can, yeah. like, put the organs in the baby to make them, like, fatter or skinnier. <laughs> I well, want my baby to Apparently, uh, big TV Wonder put too much of the stuffing in his baby. <laughs> I think he put too much of it in himself. <laughs> No, I'm um, just imagining Stevie Wonder at Build-A-Bear with, like, his mouth on the stuffing thing, and he's just <laughs> pumping it. <laughs> oh my god, the images that pop in my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so god. I interrupted you, but you were saying um, four years later in 1964? Yes, um, I lost the train of thought has derailed and killed many, many children. Um, so, in 64, with another mistress uh, that he had, Margaret Norton, he had a son, Kennedy William. Now, Kennedy William actually would go on to become a famous Motown musician named Rockwell. That's true. And we talked about Rockwell at least once. I, um, yeah, I know. We with did. his song, Somebody's Watching Me. Yes, that's right. Because remember, I kept thinking it was uh, Michael Jackson, but it was just, it wasn't. It was. Michael oh, yeah, because he does sound like a lot like him, yeah. Michael Jackson did guest vocals on the song, but it wasn't just mm. Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, yeah, you could totally, I totally probably know what went through Gar Barry Gordy's mind. Barry Gordy saw Joe Jackson and saw how famous Michael Jackson had become, and he's like, fuck, I need me some of that. So he looks at his son, he's like, why can't you be more like Michael Jackson? And so he like throws his son 
in front of a camera and is like, you, sing like Michael Jackson. And he sang out Michael Jackson <laughs> to the point that everyone thought it was a Michael Jackson song, but it wasn't. It was just this guy with this kind of one-hit wonder song. Somebody's watching me. And you know who was watching him? His dad behind the camera. <laughs> That's That was a very energetic yet probably really accurate story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, We're, I really hope. So there's I really two hope more nobody children. actually listens to our show because I would have so many subpoenas against me <laughs> for defamation. I mean, I, I think few people would argue with you on that. I mean, I don't know. Because didn't didn't we say that like he only... actually did have pressure from his dad? Maybe to be a musician. I don't know. I don't remember. I would imagine. I would imagine Barry Gordy was kind of since you know he pressured musicians that weren't his own flesh and blood to you know. <laughs> do more and be better i'm sure he wasn't exactly any nicer to his children that's true where was i oh yeah going down the list so he took a break from bumping and grinding and for a little bit and then in 1971 he had another child he had this child with diana ross that's true who had an intimate relationship between 1965 and through the 70s so yeah the spawn of ross uh was Rhonda suzanne I don't know why they're not Ronda Ross, because that would be an awesome name. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember us talking at some point about how they ended up putting Diana Ross and the Supremes, like they put her name first on it at the top of the billing because they were having this intimate relationship and he wanted to like give her a better name because she was going to bed with him. And then the other Supremes were upset because she was like he was basically saying they were like dispensable. Ouch. Or something. I remember. I remember us talking about that at some point. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that now too. That's sad. Oh, fun! Barry Gordy is a vegan. That's why he has so many children. Because he doesn't eat meat. That explains it, I guess. <laughs> doesn't explain anything. Um, but now we know he's a vegan. Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to use condoms because condoms contain um, latex, and I think a subsidiary part of latex is animal fat. I may be wrong. Well. I don't know. They have, like, vegan condoms. Maybe we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say that's what happened. Yay. Um, um, but we do. There is one more child. I love how we are. They have so many kids that we lose track where we are in the list. Pretty much, yeah. I just imagine, like, I'm steering this train full of very gorgeous children, and then, like, we crash. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somehow relevant to what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Because it's my, it's my thought train. Filled with the oh, children okay. of Barry Gordy. Okay. And then... <laughs> you were just fantasizing about crashing a train of children. <laughs> and then it turns into, like, the scene from Super 8, where the train crashes and all the kids are freaking out running around. <laughs> the final offspring of the Gordy uh, was a man by the name of Stefan Kendall. And he had this child with a lady named Nancy Lavivska. Lavivska. Something. Um, hmm. now, nobody knows the name Stefan Kendall, but they do know the name Redfoo, because Redfoo is part of the duo LMFAO, who had that stupid-ass song, I don't even remember the name of the song, <laughs> that's how stupid it was, God, I hate that band, seriously, like, oh, what the fuck is their song name, it's like Party Rock, Party Rock, yeah, remember, they had that song Party Rock, and it was like the big mm-hmm. song, like, like 2012 or something and it, would, it yeah. was like everywhere and I wanted to stab my ears with pencils it, this is okay creepy story about this because um, the song is about 
you know, getting it on and sexy, sexy and I know it. That's the other song, sexy and I know it. So, uh, my last year of college, what I did to make a little bit of uh, blood money on the side besides selling my body on the street is I <laughs> would uh, tutor children. Uh, apparently, they let me around them. I would tutor children at this local. Uh, it wasn't really. It was like an after-school program, sort of like where parents who you know, worked late or had multiple jobs or whatever, their kids would just go to this after-school program after school. That's because that's why it's an after-school program. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) Uh, And there would be tutors there that would, like, help them with homework or whatever. And it was like, I think it was like a Valentine's Day party or something. I don't remember what it was. It was some special occasion. There was, like, cookies and stuff. It was awesome. And all the kids had to bring in, like, songs that they liked. And this one kid brought in Sexy and I Know It. He put it on, and all these little kids that are, like, between the ages of, like, 6 and 11 start dancing to it, and I'm pretty sure they were twerking. And I'm pretty sure that was the day I lost my innocence. And I was I was very disturbed that all these children that I came to enjoy the company of were, like, so easily sexualized or put into a sexual state by this evil song by Red Foo. Mm-hmm. Red Foo has corrupted the children. Mr. T has words for him. <laughs> um, so, so Red Fruit was the last son of Barry Gordy. Yes, the final, right. the, okay. the final one in the train. He's born the, in he's 19- the caboose. <laughs> so yeah, he he he's he was born in seventy five. So how old is he now? Then I don't know. Thirties, early thirties, seventy five. He'd be forty. Shit. Shit. Yeah, that's kind of old. Ew, that's even creepier. You can't have a song sung by a 40-year-old about being sexy that, like, they then play, like... For children. Yeah, for children and high school clubs and stupid... No, just everything wrong about that. That'd be like if Miley Cyrus was, like, 55 and still, like, twerking and, like, sticking her tongue out and stuff. She probably will. Ew. I don't want to imagine that. Um, So, yeah. Yay, the... Last stop, Motown. Everyone in the Gordy train, get off. So LMFAO is a duo, Red Foo, Barry Gordy's son, and then the other member is Skyler Gordy. Who is his grandson. Who is Barry's grandson, who is the son of... Red Foo. <laughs> Barry the Fourth. That's really weird to like have a guy who's the son of Barry Gordy be in a band with someone that's basically his nephew and they're basically roughly the same age. Well, Skyler was born 11 years later, so... Oh, okay. Maybe not the same. They're like 30 and 40-ish. Okay. But that's still... I mean, that's... They're like, hey, we both sprang from the... The 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 generational semen of Barry Gordy. Let's make a band. I guess that's what happened. It's like a warped version of the Partridge family. So it's an uncle and... And a nephew? A nephew, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking of... uh, uh, Semen. Speaking of making lots of children. Yes. What do we have next, Mr. Peter? We have Ray Charles. Yay. I I found it kind of... I mean, (laughs) not not to make judgments or anything. It took like 20 minutes, by the way. (laughs) I know. Sorry. No, that's okay. There's a lot to talk about. Um, I found it kind of interesting that... Two of the people in this list who had a ton of illegitimate children are blind. I don't really know what the correlation is there. That, 
Or okay, if there my is best, one. My best guess is that half the time that they were doing it with other women, they thought it was their wives. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Going to hell. Maybe. Yeah, that might be true. Anyway, so Rachel was married two times. Um, and he had 12 children with 10 different women. That's a good streak. That's... He, he could I, went, I feel he, like he should have that on his, uh, his know, gravestone tombstone. or something. I went 12 for 12. <laughs> uh, so his first marriage was uh, from 1951 to 52, so only basically a year, uh, with Eileen Williams. They did not have any children. And then a couple of years after they divorced, um, he married again in 1955 to Della Beatrice Howard Robinson. I think they separate, in a lot of these cases, like they separate like a number of years before they actually technically divorce. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a trend. Um, I don't remember when they separated, but they were officially married until 1977. So what is that, like 22 years or something? Something like that. So, um, But obviously, Della Beatrice Howard Robinson is a very long name. So uh, Charles just called her B. B. And uh, during, I, I saw a note that during their marriage, Charles felt that his heroin addiction took a toll on Della. That just doesn't really surprise me. I think that would take a toll on anybody. I also made, made a note here that um, Charles' long-term girlfriend and partner at the time of his death was Norma, Norma Pinella, um, which I believe, I don't remember if they had any kids, but they weren't technically married, but they were together for a really long time, I guess. Hmm. So I kind of wrote that under marriages, even though they weren't really married. So let's get on to the children. Uh, the children. Think. Let's think of the children. Um, his first daughter was Evelyn, who was born in 1949, uh, with his then girlfriend Louise Flowers, which is a great name. That is pretty cool. Um, this was two years prior to his first marriage. Uh, let's see. Then there was the next one was Ray Jr., who was in 1955. Uh, which was the same year that he married um, Della Beatrice Howard Robinson, or B. And this was the first of three children he had with B. Oh, so at the time, uh, funny kind of funny mini stories. Uh, when Ray Jr. was born, Charles was out of town because he was playing a show in Texas. Um, and at first he was actually afraid to hold his son because he was so small. Uh, but he, I guess he got over his fear after a few months, which to me felt a little weird because to me that would be a fear you might have with your first child but this was his second maybe he was a premature kid maybe I don't don't know but yeah I don't know so that's a mini fact about that Uh, the other two kids who I don't have any info on that he had with um, with B was David in 1958 and Robert in 1960 so is it safe to assume that all these kids last name are Charles um, no, they are Robinson because I actually, I had to look this up again. Um, so his actual full name is Ray Charles Robinson. Oh. Charles is his middle name. That makes sense. Um, so some of these kids have a last name of Robinson and his wife does. So that's where that comes from. Dude, Ray Robinson. That's a cool name. That's pretty cool. Ray Ray. <laughs> Ray Rob. J. Jonah Jameson. Um, Imagine all the kids so that, he had. Exactly. Um, so those three kids he had with B were within the five first the first five years of their marriage. Um, but obviously they were married for many many years past that. Uh, let's see. So the next one he had 
was in 1959. Oh, no. So this was actually a year before Robert. But he had, he had uh, Charles Wayne with a woman named Margie Hendricks, who was one of the original Rylettes. Um, I guess it was, I don't know. I some think that was his backup group. group. Oh, was it? Like like Ray Charles and the Rylettes. Oh, that's funny. They may the have, Ray- oh, they may have done, gone sense. down their own thing, kind of like uh, uh, James Brown's backup group, but I think they were his backup well, group. Sounds like Ray Charles and one of them did their own thing. He made and they little, made he a made, little. He baby made a little Raylette. He made a little. Um. So she and Charles actually had a six-long, six-year-long affair, um, all of which spanned uh, the mar- during the marriage of him and B. So he had he had Charles Wayne, and then a year later he had his third legitimate child, Robert. Nice. And then a year after that. Um, they had Renee, Renee, Rudy. I wish it was Rudy. <laughs> in 1961, um, and this was with a different affair um, with May Mosley Lyles. And um, a couple years after that, there was Sheila Ray Charles Robinson, who he had with Sandra Jean Betts. I totally read that as butts. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> with with Sandra Jean Butts. Well, if you're going to have an affair with someone, it might as well be someone named Butts. Pretty much. Um, then there was um, Alicia in 1966 with a woman who remains unidentified. Creepy. So I guess she wanted to stay out of the spotlight or something. Mm. I wonder why. Uh, then there was Alexandra, also in 1966, <laughs> with Chantal Bertrand. Dang. So two kids in one year, two different women. I think um, if you get three, you get a free sub. I know. Um, so then there was a bit of a break. Um, he didn't have another child until 1977, so that was 11 years later. Um, he had Vincent with a woman named Arlette. Kajonian. Bless you. And so this was in the same year that he divorced Della Beatrice. Nice. For what it's worth. Um, and then 11 years after that, he had Robin. Wait, what? With... One year after that. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I messed that up. Good catch. Uh, one, one year after that, there was Robin, who we had with Gloria Moffat. And then, finally, in 1987, he had Ryan Corey with Mary Ann Denbach. Nice. So, that is all of all 12 of his children, at least the ones that we know about. Nice. Yeah. So he uh, he definitely got around. Um, I think he wins this list for having the most children. I think he does too. <laughs> well, no, because oh no, actually James Brown. No, he has nine. No, James Brown wins. I think actually. No, he has nine. Well, there's nine. There's nine that he acknowledges, <coughs> and then there's three more. There's at least three more that they've confirmed that he doesn't acknowledge. And there's probably so, like, more. They've done straight up DNA tests and been like, "This is your child. They have yeah. your DNA," and he's like. Nope. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so he has. So James Brown has at least twelve. Wow. So the the more conservative estimate would say that he wins. He ties for the winning of most children. Wow. God. So do you want to tell us about the last person on our list, James Brown? Wow. Yeah. Um, James Brown got around. Makes sense. 
He uh, was married four times and had nine children. Now, whether all of those were with all those marriages or they were with others, we don't know. Um, I think most of them were not. Yeah, that's actually even worse. (laughs) Yeah. So, I guess going through the the lineology of his marriages, uh, from 53 to 59, he was born... He was born. (laughs) (laughs) He was born as Velma Warren. (laughs) (laughs) He was married to a woman named Velma Warren. However, they kind of were separated for a few years prior to their official divorce. Um, but they actually maintained a close friendship that lasted all the way until Brown died. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So he was single pretty much the entire 60s, which is when he wrote a lot of good shit. And then in 70, he tied the knot with Deidre Diddy Jenkins. Uh, and they were married from 70 to 81, so a bit longer. They separated by 79, and the divorce was finalized less than a year later. How does that work? How is it less than a year later when it's... 81. Math That's what hard. it said. Math so that hard. might have been... Yeah. Then, uh, from 84 to 96, he was married to Adrian Louise Rodriguez. But, uh, after a very contentious marriage that actually made headlines due to domestic abuse complaints, Rodriguez died in January of 96. She done been killed. No, I don't know. I doesn't say why she died, how she died. Um, yeah, I don't know. She just She's sleeping with the fishes. Um, less than a year after her death, Brown hired Tommy Ray Heine. Heine? Really? To be a background singer for his band, and then they began dating very shortly afterwards. Then he married her in 2002. Um, yeah, the the thing, about, the thing with his marriage with Tommy Ray Heine, which yeah. is a great name, um, actually has a ton of controversy, I realized. Um, I'm glad you can dig controversial marriages. Guys. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that kind of crazy that less than a year after his wife died, he started yeah. dating this other woman? Yeah. Kind of weird. Suspicious. Suspicious. Doesn't surprise me too much, though, I guess. True. James Brown was a bit of a player. Following Brown's death, because he died... Uh, there was some controversy that surrounded the circumstances of the marriage, wherein Brown's attorney reported that the marriage wasn't actually valid because Heine was married to Javed Ahmed, a Bangladeshi, whom Heine claimed uh, married her for a green card in an immigration fraud. Despite Heine's contention, <laughs> the marriage was annulled in 2004. Um... In an attempt to prove her marriage to Brown was actually valid, Haney produced a 2001 marriage certificate as proof of her marriage to Brown. Uh, she didn't actually provide court records pointing out that the annulment uh, of her marriage to either him or Ahmed. So, that's dumb. Um, yeah. However, according to Brown's attorney, Brown was angry and hurt that Heine had concealed Haney had concealed her marriage uh, from him, and Brown, while still alive, moved to file an annulment from Heine. Uh, Brown's attorney added that although Heine's marriage to Ahmed was annulled after she was mar- she married Brown, the Brown Heine Brown Heine. <laughs> oh jeez, I just realized that. It's terrible. Uh, 
Wow. Can't get through the show without making a shit joke. Bunk uh, radio. The brown. I'm mature. I'm an adult. I make my own decisions. <laughs> the brown. The, the brown Heine marriage was Thank not you. valid Thank you, under South Carolina law because Brown and Heine did not remarry after the annulment. So basically what happened, they got married in 2002, but at the time she was actually married to another guy. It was a green card marriage. Um, when Brown found out about this, he wanted to annul their own marriage. And I guess that happened. This sounds like a and sticky there was situation. A of, there was, yeah, it's a very sticky legal situation with that whole so some people some say that he was married three times others say it was four depending on whether you count whether you count this one as an as an official marriage yeah interesting so in that whole time span he had 12 children um who then spawned eight grandchildren who then spawned four great-grandchildren so before he died he had great-grandchildren that's impressive um oh that's sad so first kid was named teddy uh, born in 54. Sadly, Teddy died in a car crash in 73, so he was only 19. Man, that's a shame. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, we don't really have too much... We don't of, really have any info on most on, of his kids. On who, yeah. We don't really have who was had with who, who did who, who was born, when they were born. They're just... Yeah. yeah. We just have... We just we basically have a list of names. Yeah. It's like the Vietnam Wall, but for Jerry... For Jerry Brown. <laughs> for... God, for James Brown's children. God. It's like the Vietnam Wall for Jerry Brown. Yeah. It's one of my favorite quotes now. God. Um, so, yeah, he had lots of kids. He had Teddy, Terry, Larry, Daryl, James Joseph Brown, the second, not Junior, the second, Lisa, Dr. Yama, Yamadama Dundong, uh, wait, Yama Nayola Brown Lumar. Yeah. Yeah. And she wasn't born with doctor in her name. She became a doctor. <laughs> I assume. I just imagine the doctor, like, is holding the baby and then, like, takes off his little, like, doctor circular reflective thing and puts it on her. You're the doctor now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was Dr. Yama. Nayola Brown Lamar, Deanna Brown Thomas, and Venetia Brown. The only one of these kids that we actually found slightly more information on other than their name and that they exist was LaRonda Petit, who was born in 1962. She, uh, is, I assume she's not dead. She's still alive, yeah. Yay! She is a retired air stewardess and a teacher who lives in Houston. Um, according to an article that was actually published in the British newspaper, the Daily, the Daily Telegraph, in 2007, DNA, DNA tests indicate that Brown had also fathered three other extramarital, extraterrestrial, <laughs> <laughs> extramarital children. Um, so yeah, um, LaRonda Petit, who we just mentioned, she was one of those three. But the other two uh, are not. There was no information about so who they she, were. So she basically says that she's a brown kid. But Brown doesn't say yeah. she's a brown kid. Yeah, so there was Teddy, Terry, Larry, Daryl, James, Lisa, Yemma, Deanna, and Venetia. Those are the nine that are, like, officially listed. And then, according to this Daily Telegraph article, there were three, at least three other children Damn. that were extramarital, and LaRonda was one of those three. Nice. 
So that brings us up to 12, but we don't know about most of them. Like, yes. any information. It's like those cold case files. Find the brown children. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. All of James Brown's illegitimate kids. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think that wraps up our l- very long list of children. The funny thing is, like, if you look... Because, yeah, like Peter was saying earlier in the show, like, all these children together, it's like 40 kids. Imagine if every one of those kids themselves had, like, eight or nine children. That's like, or let's say 10 because I'm bad at math. So if every one of those 40 kids has 10 kids, that's like... 400 400 kids. kids. That could, like, make a small town. So these four guys made Motown. Because it's a town (laughs) full of Mo kids. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of incredible how many, you know, because even like we were saying with James Brown, not only did he have at least 12 kids, but then, you know, the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren start to factor into. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. I'm probably six degrees from James Brown just because of his kids. Yeah. So, for any fathers listening... This, um, is, this is one gigantic condom commercial. Yeah, so... <laughs> We hope you don't do this. Just for the... Yeah, just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Um, for those listening who have fathers, we hope you do something to we hope show them... We in your life. We hope you show your appreciation toward your father. Something we forgot to mention in our last episode completely, but we should mention here, is that you can like us on Facebook. Oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> At facebook.com slash getyourfunk. You can also find our episodes um, where they're posted on uh, overmental.com. That's the online community that we're a part of. And uh, not only can you find our, our episodes, but you can find uh, news on the latest video games, movies, that sort of stuff, as well as other podcasts that are there that talk about other stuff, not this stuff, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Since I can't talk anymore, I think we're going we're gonna to end now. Wrap it up. I'll take it. For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit overmental.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>